Hello, doggo lovers. It's Terry Williamson. Welcome to episode number one. You were here in the very beginning of the We Love Doggos Dog Cast. We're going to call it a podcast. We're going to probably call it a dog cast too. And how do you know if you're in the right place? That's the first question I ever asked when I listened to Branson do something new. If you love dogs, then you're going to love to be here. We're going to make you laugh. We're going to make you cry. You're going to follow some incredible stories. You're going to follow some rescues. You might get some tips and tricks. You're going to be part of a community of people living positively around our love of dogs. I want to introduce you to my co-host, the one and only Jesse Jacobson. Hey, Jess. Hey, everybody. I am Jesse, and I am so, so excited to be joining the Doggo Cast. In fact, you're joining us here today because, well, we love doggos. And it is so, so important to us not only to get our message out there, but to introduce ourselves today so that you can really feel like you're a part of our doggo loving family so that as we share these rescue stories with you, heartwarming community stories, you really know who the heck we are so that you feel connected and we are united as a team. Okay, let's get one piece of business out of the way right off the bat. That's the piece called business. It's not a business. This podcast, everything to do with it, the whole production, all of it is made possible by the generous sponsorship of the Hero Club, which is a group of dog lovers who get together to do to make the world a better place for dogs. They do it by helping out shelters. They do it by sponsoring transports. They do it by um, helping get uh, you know some sick doggies fixed. And they do it by getting the message out. So there's no fee. You're not going to get any crazy commercials for stuff you don't want, whether it's related to dogs or not. You can just sit back and relax, but there is a fee. We're going to ask you a fee. If you enjoy this, if you get any value whatsoever, if it made you laugh, if it made you smile, if it made you cry, if it made you inspired, then we're just going to simply ask you to tell a friend. Tell a friend. I found this a... a Man, if you love dogs, it's like talking about your kids. You got no problem talking to other dog lovers about dogs. Just pass the message on, and we're hoping to spread virality of love. And this is the We Love Doggos charity. So the greatest thing we can do is create virality around this very important but very positive um, thing called dogs. Yes. And one of our amazing supporters that we have is the Underdog Railroad. And one of those people, she says teamwork saves lives. And she's the founder of this nonprofit. And I really do believe that this is a way that we can all get together and come together as a team of dog lovers to actually save lives. So as Terry said, it wouldn't be possible without you. There's going to be a lot of that. There's going to be a lot of that. If, you, if you're short on, or you're not up on your doggo speak, you're going to get caught up on this podcast. And if you're watching this on YouTube now, these are just, we don't clip it. We don't edit it. We shoot the podcast. We put it on YouTube in case you want to see our ridiculous, uh, our amazing t-shirts and okay. our ridiculous expressions. And um, okay, now how we got here, it's really important to understand that we love 
um, docs. So I'm going to tell you, I'll try to take 20 minutes, 20 years and put it into about three minutes. I always wanted a dog, just never had one until I was uh, about, I won't tell you how old I am, but uh, about 20 years ago in my mid thirties, <laughs> I was watching, I always wanted a dog, but I was just too busy working. And uh, I was watching the Westminster Kennel Dog Show on TV. And this beautiful boxer came out named Strider. And it was just stunning. And I found out, you know, how they announced it wasn't Strider. It was his champions resolve, Greta, blah, blah. But they just called him Strider. And um, I found out he was from Northern California. And I said, oh, my gosh, I got to get one of his babies. And he ended up, he didn't win, but he was like really high in the show. So I, I went and figured out like where he, and I got one of his babies named Diego. But before they let me take him home, they said, we got to dock it. We got to clip his ears. We got to, we got to fix him. He can only eat this food. He's got to do this and this and this because he's a show dog. And I said, oh, that sounds fine. Man, that dog never made it more than the backyard, the couch, my, my car, but I got him. And then um, I really started looking at boxers and how I could help them. I found NorCal Boxer Rescue, and there's just a sweet little albino boxer that they put down. I'm going to put down. And she was in this little, like, um, kid's wagon. And I was like, that was Abby. And I spent 10 year, wonderful years with her. And when Diego passed, I got a call from the vet. The police had uh, confiscated some dogs. There was a mama. She just had babies. They were going to put the mama down and um, keep the babies. And I said, I'll be taking the mama home today. And then my wife says, I really love Frenchies. But now we're addicted to helping disabled dogs. So we're like going to Ohio in a snowstorm and picking up Oliver. Oliver can't walk. He wears a diaper. He's incontinent. And now we got Oliver. And then I get another call. Hey, man, we're going to get Bessie today. She had the name of the dog. I didn't even know we we're getting a dog. She drove five hours across the state to pick me up to drive five more hours because this little dog got thrown out of a car on the freeway. Next thing you know, keeps happening. My um, mother-in-law wasn't able to take care of her dog anymore. Come on over. Then we got Huckleberry. Huckleberry can't walk. He's got spina bifida, totally incontinent. He's got teeth in the roof of his mouth. He's missing a piece of his face. And he's just angry because <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. And my point is that it's always been about the dogs for me. In fact, the, the greater the um, need, it seems to be our family the greater the response. And so this is just an opportunity for me to extend this. And like, if one of us can do this, we just did this at scale. Imagine how much we can make the world a better place for docs. So that's how I got here. Jess, how about you? Oh my goodness. Well, I don't know if you can see this little dog on my shirt. And for those of you that are just listening to the podcast itself, I'm excited to tell you about this little orange and white buddy with a deformed skull and the love of my human doggy connection life for sure. So I actually moved to Colorado recently from New York City and I was there as a performer for about five, six years and I loved my life there for sure. But anybody that's lived in New York City 
You know, it is bustling. It's exciting, but it can be kind of lonely. And I did feel that similar feeling, Terry, where I, I felt that I needed a dog and I had always wanted a dog of my own in undergraduate school. I would just sit there and look at every single rescue, like, like somebody that goes on Zillow every day, but for rescue dogs, I just needed to see them. I needed to see how our family could make a difference for these dogs. And Terry actually instilled in me how important helping dogs really is and how impactful that can be on a scale, you know, like beyond just one dog at a time, it's a ripple effect. And if you help one, it helps many. And clearing one shelter space makes room for yet another. So our family went to Bidawee Animal Shelter in Manhattan after I had gotten an email about this little dog named Jenny at the time. And Jenny was labeled as a blue dog on the animal shelter sheet. And I know because Terry and my mom had a lot, a lot of special needs dogs prior to this, that a blue dog means it's a medical support dog. And that dog is going to require extra care. So I immediately called Terry. I said, I found this dog. I think this is a great opportunity for us to support a dog. Let's go meet her and see what we can do, either monetarily or helping to provide some resources for getting this dog adopted with a really special family willing to take care of those needs. We were just going to go see how she was looking, what we could do. And we got to Bidewee Animal Shelter and we walked in the room and you could hear all the dogs barking in their kennels. Everybody was so eager. I think that's such a heartwarming moment when you go in those kennels and you can really feel the total energy of pick me, choose me. And we rounded the corner and there was Jenny, who is now Ellie Pickles. And she ended up becoming my dog. I looked at this dog in her little kennel and she has turned in paws. One ear is on the top of her head. The other is coming out of her, basically her neck. And she just looked at me like, I, I think you're going to help me. And we met her that day. And Terry said, what do you think? And my mom said, are we looking to help this dog? Or is this a dog for Jesse? And I called my now husband and I said, hey, I think we're getting a dog. And I took him the next day, made sure that they were also symbiotic. And he had tears of joy when he met Ellie Pickles, who we've now supported for seven, going on eight years. And she has been through four medical procedures that I can think of off the top of my head. Definitely a lot of surgeries with specialists. She had seizures. When we first got Ellie Pickles, she was on seven medications per day for the seizures, the body difficulties, um, malformations in her joints. And now we're really proud as a family to say that she is down to two medications per day. And it has been such a journey to see her go from this scared shelter puppy into 
a real dog. And we are so, so joyous every day that we get to see Ellie thrive. And she also has a lovely sister that we rescued last year named Delilah Beans. So those are my two rescues. Yeah. And I really feel like Ellie was such a great catalyst for We Love Doggos during the pandemic, especially because we started to see how people were really just getting dogs because they had those similar feelings. We're lonely. We're needing the extra support. Let's get a dog. And unfortunately, that's that's really where we started to do the work, right, Terry? Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, first mic drop, because you probably have noticed that Jessie called me. I went with her. So you should know that Jessie is my daughter. And our family, I can't tell you, Sunday mornings, we're just looking at rescue dogs on sites and the girls would call and we'd sponsor one and move on to another. So this has just always given us the, uh, the greatest amount of joy. And the reason we got Ellie, and I remember this conversation so well, you don't talk to somebody after they've fallen in love and have to ask them to make a logical decision. Right. You simply say, this is the one, right? <laughs> and, you know, these medical costs and stuff. And I said, listen, that's just something that will get handled. You'll never have to worry about that. And, and you have it. And now here we are seven years later. And we tell these stories because every person I've ever met Sometimes you get a dog by accident. Somebody passes or is dropped at your front door. But normally, there's a point where you fall in love with your dog. Mm. It happens. It's the one that looked at you. It's the one where the circumstances were too crazy. It couldn't have possibly happened that way. And you said the universe. Possibly. And then you got another one because your first dog was lonely. And you next thing you go, well, you got two. It was a big deal. No dip. Get three. <laughs> and so we understand um, that exactly. And, you know, that's this motion and this passion and this energy that we want to take forward. So what happened in the pandemic, Jesse mentioned it. I was seeing all these pictures of these empty shelters. People are like, oh, my God, we've solved dog adoption in America. This is amazing. And I was just shaking my head. Why? Because dogs are man's best friend, and they're giving them away, all kinds of them at the shelters. So people go down and pick up a dog because they're stuck at home. Might as well be stuck at home with a dog. And I remember talking to Jess and saying the opposite of this is true, too. This pandemic will end. And then these beautiful, amazing people who were part of the family, maybe even – the family didn't have a choice. They had to go back to work. It wasn't fair to the dog. And then the shelters just exploded. And at that point, we said, okay, we know how to do this ourselves. We know how to do this. You can't be around our family and not talk about dogs. Like we got, we got holidays now. We got five dogs in the living room here in 48 hours. <laughs> Little tiny ones, big ones. It's craziness. And that was the, the reason we started uh, We Love Doggos Charity. Now, just a little bit more about what you can expect from the show. We're going to come on. It's always going to be about dogs. I don't, not that I don't care about politics or this person, that person, but it's always 100% dogs all the time. 
and we have different types of shows. So one of the shows we're calling Heroes in Action. So Jess, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what our a Hero in Action type of uh, show is? Absolutely. Heroes in Action is really where you're going to see our nonprofit's work come to life and what we're doing in the community to make an actual difference for dogs. And as Terry mentioned, our Hero Club is a great supporter of what we do. And we provide a lot of opportunities for our community to get together and figure out what we're going to do as a team. And Terry and I are really lucky that we get to go out and do the work. We get we get our nose to the grindstone and we make it happen. In fact, our recent uh, trip was to Ensenada, Mexico, where we vaccinated over 250 dogs in a single day. And that was one of our heroes in action experiences. And we're just going to keep on sharing those opportunities with you all so that you really feel immersed in what our nonprofit is able to accomplish together. Yeah. So Jesse mentioned this trip to Mexico. That was a mission. And that was, was a hero in action mission. And it's through one of the charities that we um, are uh, we support, you know, a charity helping charities. You want to create virality, help somebody who's helping people. And that's the animal pad out of San Diego. And they said, we, we don't have the money, but when we do, we go to Mexico, which is right across the border. We vaccinate dogs. We treat them. We bring our vet with us. It's just amazing. You can't get more helping dogs in one day than that. And I, and I said, well, how much does it cost? And she told me, and I'm like, oop, gulp. And then I said, can we go? She goes, no, you're going to go. So long and short of it, the Hero Club sponsored it. Jess and I get to go twice a year now. And that's an example of the type of thing you'll hear on the podcast. In fact, spoiler alert, episode two is about the heroes in action, Mission Possible Viva Mexico trip. So listen to that, and I guarantee you'll, you'll be touched. We got video. We got pictures. Um, you'll hear the story, you'll see the dogs, you'll meet the volunteers. It's just incredible. So that's one type. The second type of content that you'll find here is called Lend a Paw. So just want you to tell them about Lend a Paw. Yes. This is our opportunity to really spotlight, emphasis on the paw, spotlight our community members that are going above and beyond in their community for dogs. So you'll hear from actual people that we're interviewing that are a part of the We Love Doggos community and the Hero Club. So we have people on there that have fostered countless dogs. They rescued their dog in a really unique way. And they want to share those experiences so that you not only feel inspired, you maybe consider how you could make a difference in your own community. So these are real awesome folks from our very own community that are just sharing about their dogs and how impactful, like we said, giving back to one dog creates a ripple effect. And then we got one more type of content, one more type of podcast. Um, gosh, I love, I love them all so much, but this one, I just think it's the best possible dog podcast on the planet. It's called Dear Miss Pickles. And why don't you tell our community about that, Jess? Yes. So Dear Miss Pickles is the last of the trio that we'll be doing with you all. And Miss Pickles is based off my rescue dog, Ellie Pickles. And it's kind of like 
an advice column where we're going to provide a, a prompt or a question to our community. And you can write in and either ask a question back or share about your own experiences. And this is a, just a fun, unique way to share some doggy joy, share about your own dog, and just spread a little extra love in a quirky, fun, old-fashioned way. <laughs> yeah, and that's just going to be straight up a blast. It's like a grab bag of fun. We don't know exactly what, we just know there's going to be great stories. There might be tips, training, uh, dog uh, lovers helping other dog lovers, but all through the lens of Miss Pickles, which is one of the many nicknames of Ellie Pickles. The dog on our t-shirts right here who we who we love to death okay so thank you thank you thank you you would not be with us still at this point in the podcast if you didn't really love dogs we want you to be excited to come back we want this to be one of your guilty pleasures you got 30 minutes a week grab your dog and listen to the show get your cup of coffee grab your dog sit down, listen to the show. We're going to come out every Friday with a brand new episode. You find us in all the normal places you find, you find podcasts. And I just want to say thanks in advance. You are part of our community. And what we do is make the world a better place for dogs. So thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you in our next podcast that Terry mentioned as a spoiler is all about our trip to Ensenada, Mexico. So please tune into that. If you love this episode, go ahead and send it to a friend or family member that also lo loves dogs. And we will talk to you soon. Oh.